0: Welcome to another episode of The Melanin Mat. I am one of your friendly melanin hosts, I say hosts, one of your friendly <laughs> melanin hosts, Pam. <laughs> and with me today, as always, is one of the best people here in wrestling, in the podcast wrestling, in the melanated podcast wrestling world. <laughs> My co host Cashley.
1: Hey y'all, hey y'all, let's end it off right. Let's <laughs> do it.
0: So, as you guys see here, we are now on episode six. This is our review of this year in wrestling. Normally, we try to give you guys recaps of about the past week or so, but we figure since it literally is the end of 2021 why not bring you guys just a quick recap of some of our favorite matches mm-hmm. some of our favorite players what we look forward to in 2022 and what's been going on because of course every time we have an episode there's always something new that's going on so
2: mm-hmm.
0: i am going to let Cashley start yes and let's just dive straight in what are we going to be talking about right now
1: what's, what's going on today well, what's going on today? Pretty much our favorite pay per views, favorite matches. Um I guess what, what really set off our 2021 as far as wrestling was concerned? It was a lot. Like you really sitting, really recapping in your mind, it was a lot that happened. So, so much. Especially in the
0: past couple months, it's been like
1: yes. Can
0: we get a breather?
1: Right, <laughs> absolutely No, and no I, I think, yeah, and I think the really big cracks have been exposed in one particular big wrestling promotion. We'll definitely get into that. I think at some point um, with one of the major majors of twenty
0: twenty one. I wonder. Who
1: exactly <laughs> is. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I'm
0: excited though. I'm really, so should we get, get into
1: it. the favorite, Um, I guess, favorite matches? Uh, what's your favorite match of 2021? Ooh,
0: so that is a bit hard for me um, because there are a lot of different matches that I really, truly loved this year. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Definitely a lot of notable ones that I know you probably have in your head as well, mm-hmm. but For me, um, my top favorite match of this year has to be Sasha versus Bianca at WrestleMania. Um, And of course, not just for like the pun of course, of oh, well, you liked it because of two black women headlining WrestleMania, blah, blah, blah. No.
2: Not only
0: did they show out Mm -hmm. the atmosphere, the crowd, when I tell you, as someone yes. who was there at Mania this year, that more people came to that day's WrestleMania than the mm-hmm. night two, yeah. I really mean more people were at night one than night two. And I'm saying this from someone who was sitting on the floor. Floor-wise, definitely, mm-hmm. way more people for night one. Way, like I wow. could barely, like, barely find an empty seat. But mm-hmm. for night two, oh, there was so many seats at full rows that were empty. It was, right. it was crazy. Um, so for me, Sasha and Bianca definitely take the cake
1: as my mm-hmm. favorite match of 2021. Right. What's your favorite match for this year? Um, My favorite match for this year it has to be Edge versus Seth Rollins at Crown Jewel. Mm. Um, why is that? And, yeah, and we know they had a Nice storyline, nice buildup. And I think when you're looking at these two um, wrestlers, it's almost like a past and a present. Um, You know, when you look at Seth Rollins, you know, kind of the way he moves a lot of the times, his intensity, it kind of reminds you of that edge, especially that younger edge, that fearlessness, that intensity, and also that opportunistic vibe like, you know, I'm going to take every opportunity I can and I'm going to use it to my advantage. That was very quintessential edge, right? So seeing these two right. clash, and and I think the Crown Jewel was their final clash um, in their storylines. And they, they both put on a great show in Saudi Arabia. So I, I really enjoyed it. And I believe it was a cage match too, which made it even more intense. So that was my top favorite one for 2021. Okay.
0: Yeah. I can see why you would say that. I can definitely, definitely see that. Um I will say I would have put Edge and Seth fourth on my list
2: mm. for me.
0: Um, yeah. Like, I think that they did great. I think that their match... Was amazing, but I feel as though there are a lot of other matches that were just they were just a bit better. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm actually going to pull up WWE because they posted their top ten matches mm-hmm. for this year, and I'm not in like you is Anka and. Sasha, and number two, so I'm mm-hmm. trying to blow up now. Let's see. Where is it? Because they... There we go. Alright, so they posted top ten. Number one, Edge versus Rollins at Crown Jewel. Number two, Belair versus Banks at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Number
1: mm-hmm. three, Reigns versus
0: Edge versus Bryan.
1: Uh, ah, that was a good one, yeah.
0: That was a damn... Ooh, that one was really, really good. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually forgot. It was really good. I did forget about it. I will not, lie. It was not on my list. Definitely forgot about it. Uh, number four, Walter versus Dragonall at NXT TakeOver 36. That, um, oh my... That match was definitely in my top 10 of this year. That match was really good. And if you have not seen it, seen it, mm-hmm. you definitely need to see it. Um, it actually made me go back and watch NXT UK because it was so good. So I definitely oh, okay. didn't see that one. Yeah, uh, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair at Survivor Series. Um, yeah. not not in my top ten. Uh, it was a great <laughs> match, though. It Was a great yeah. match. I will not say that it wasn't, but it just won't be in my top ten. Um, right. Reigns versus Cena at SummerSlam.
1: Yeah. Again,
0: that was a good one, but not in my top 10. All right. Um, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair at Money in the Bank. Um, Hmm. I don't remember that match.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: They also
0: fought so much that I don't think I really had a chance to remember the match. So Mm -hmm. there's also that. Um, right. We have Biggie versus Reigns versus Lashley on Raw. Um,
1: Again. Well, I mean, it, it, you know, Raw benefited from that one because of ratings with having Reigns on there, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's really <laughs> it. Uh, nine. Team Black and Gold versus Team 2.0 at NXT War Games. It Mm was a good one. I was there for that one as well, live. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's crazy because I was there for almost all of these on this list, live. Um, But that was a good one. Not Mm -hmm. even my top 20, though. And last but not least, Bad Bunny versus Damien and Damian Priest versus The Miz and Morrison at WrestleMania. Definitely. In
1: my top that ten, that was it. To be yeah. honest with you, I, I got to like,
0: hand <laughs> to that, bunny. Like that, bunny
2: Yeah,
0: and let him on the plate. Like he, right. he did that. <laughs> so I could definitely see that
2: mm-hmm. in
0: my top ten. Like I can, I, I can see that. So right. I agree with some of the lists. Um, as far as all of the lists. Definitely, I don't know. I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, so that was the view on their top 10. I hope you guys will send us some emails. Mm-hmm. Put us up in the comments. Let us know. Is there, do you agree with the list? Do you not agree with the list? What would you have changed out of that list if it was your top 10? If not top 10, give us your top three.
2: Mm-hmm. I'll say top
0: three. I will say my top three, like I said, Sasha and Bianca. One number two, I am gonna go with oh no, oh ooh, absolutely not. Um, for some reason, Becky versus Bianca popped into my head at SummerSlam and then it just made me upset again. So, yeah, um, <laughs> that that, mm, nah. they did
1: her so dirty that pay per view. I, I couldn't believe that. <laughs> If there was a WTF moment, that would be on there. Definitely. Listen,
0: that would be number one for me. Why is this even a thing? Let me look. Because there was a match on SummerSlam that I actually thoroughly enjoyed, and I cannot remember the card. So, I'm going to go back and I'm going to look at the card for SummerSlam, let's see alright so let's see, what's the card at I yeah, just pulled it up
1: but yeah, and I think that's another thing too with um, a lot of WWE's pay-per-views it's like, you know, you may have some standout matches, but can you remember the whole card and, you know and I find myself thinking, like, okay, well outside of this, who else was on that card, and I don't know if that's really good or bad or not um that's where that's the the, bad part
3: yeah
0: (laughs) because I first of all I forgot Alexa Bliss faced Eva Maria at SummerSlam did you remember that
1: no (laughs) (laughs) no I didn't I
0: forgot they faced each other and I was there That makes it even (laughs) sadder.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I was there and I didn't even remember that they faced each other. Like Mm. what? Um, Yeah, yeah. Definitely forgot about that match. Um, (laughs) Which match? And Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal. I forgot about that one too. Um, Mm. Uh, I want to say. Oh yes, yes, yes! The United States Championship match: Sheamus versus Damian Priest. Mm-hmm. I more than thoroughly enjoyed that match. I think that they put on a great show. That's the match where Damian Priest actually won his title that night. Mm-hmm. And he became United States champion. So yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought that was a great, a really, really, really good match. Um, mm-hmm. Just from like start to finish. I thought that was a great match. I don't think that's like my number two though. But it was a great, it mm-hmm. was a great match. I'm just trying to remember all of the cards. From this year because there were so many uh, (laughs) so many and as you guys can tell I did not do full research for tonight because I was a little busy but I am looking it up right now so I can remember (laughs) the cards to remember which match I enjoyed Uh, let's see no that's about commentators here we go
1: no, that's the, wow. the mouth of it. And the uh, the reigns versus Cena one at SummerSlam, um, it was cool. But I think what people may remember the most after that is that's when Lesnar when Lesnar came back, right? And mm-hmm. that's when the uh, special counsel and the tribal chief storyline really kicked off there, um, leading us now yes. to day one because now Lesnar's back. So. Is Paul Heyman going to lean more towards being the advocate or is he going to stay the special counsel? So I think that's the one that people are going to remember the most for that reason.
0: Well, we know that Paul Heyman was fired just on this past SmackDown. So he Mm -hmm. is no longer special counsel. He is only uh, he is no longer the wise man Right now, just uh, you know, Paul Heyman's advocate. Uh, so we will see how this goes. I'm excited for Sunday. Yeah, I just want to see how it's going to turn out. I was supposed to go, you guys. Uh, I have tickets and I was supposed to go, Hmm. but with all these rising COVID cases, and as you guys know, I was just recently diagnosed with COVID right before Christmas, which sucks. Um, I just don't want to. I don't want to jinx myself, so I'm not going. I would have loved to go, yeah. home, but to go all the way to Atlanta, do a six-hour drive, and then they may have to change up the entire card because of all the mm-hmm. COVID protocols. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm.
2: It just yeah. don't...
0: That don't, sound, uh, that don't sound good for me. So, I'm yeah. going to read off what happened at the Royal Rumble this year. I figured we, we might as well just do the big four since we already did Survivor Series. We did... SummerSlam, we did part of Mania, so let's just get mm-hmm. World Rumble. Let's just do the big four. So, for World Rumble, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler defeated Asuka and Charlotte Flair at pinfall. Mm. Shoutouts to Asuka, man, you are yeah. missed
1: dearly. Very much so. Very much so.
0: Please, please come back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Please, we we definitely miss you. Uh, you yeah. you are missed. Then we had Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Isn't that I think that started the whole three, the whole Claymore kick era of yeah. them counting down? So mm-hmm. yeah. Again, yeah. Nah, I'm I, I'm good on that one. Uh, next we have Sasha Banks defeated Carmella with Reginald by submission. Mhm. I totally forgot. I forgot about the Carmel and Reginald storyline.
1: Yeah, I mean it was interesting in the beginning, and then it just kind of like, eh, you know.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna. They have the carnival over here. Okay, I know where I'm bringing my baby. um <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to bring her. She's never been on a carnival stuff. You know, shout out to COVID for messing up these kids' childhood. um Yeah. Then we have Bianca Belair, who won, of course, the Royal Rumble match by eliminating Rhea Ripley at the end. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman versus Kevin Owens. Forgot about that was a good one too. I thought I forgot that was about good that one. One. Yeah. yeah, it was good though. And then that's when Edge won the Royal Rumble by eliminating mm-hmm. Randy Orton. And there you have it. That was the full card for Royal Rumble last year Mm
2: -hmm.
0: again a lot of matches i totally forgot about and i think that's the sad part now with everything that's going on is that there are so many matches that we're forgetting oh hey uh, you faced this one or you know it was you versus you like the Mm -hmm. storylines and all of that they're not
1: they're not long lasting storylines anymore. Unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like
1: now and, the storylines um, are just kind of like short term. Yeah. And it, um, it kind of reminds me of, um, I was watching a shoot interview with, um, Kevin Nash on YouTube. And he said something real interesting. He said, you know, the WWE are writing storylines for now instead of for the future. Mm-hmm. you know what you know what which really makes sense and really falls into what we're talking about it's like you know nothing's really memorable outside maybe one or two matches but it's like future wise you know where where is this all going yeah
0: because if you want people to care about a character you have to
2: mm-hmm.
0: at least let mm-hmm. the character be the character for something but having someone being a character for two months to three months mm-hmm. and then going, ah, oh, yeah, no, it's not working.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's hard for a consumer to show loyalty to a character that right. they barely even got to fully know. Um, these short-term storylines, I feel like, are there yeah. because there's so many quote-unquote budget cuts. They
2: mm-hmm. don't
0: want to have someone in a long-term storyline to then go, oh, yeah, okay, see you later. Like, mm-hmm. It's just yeah. not, unfortunately, it's just not, it's not good. It's a it's, it's bad product on iron.
1: So, yeah.
0: <sighs> Hopefully, well, we'll put in our predictions for 2022. My predictions for WWE in 2022 is that they get their stuff together. Um, I'm really, really rooting for them just because they've been around for so long. But I feel as though they're, right. they're going to lose viewership. I just saw a post mm-hmm. on social media before we started, um, and it was saying that Love and Hip Hop Family Reunion, shout out to our sponsors, uh, <laughs> were number one viewership over the WWE's
2: mm-hmm. Monday Night Raw this week. Mm-hmm.
0: Love and Hip Hop Family Reunion got more family reunion. Love and wow. Hip Hop
1: bro wow hang
0: it up hang it
2: yeah.
0: up yeah yeah because baby
1: <laughs> are you serious and i mean it's 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 really hard to sit through i mean it's like oh it's, it's three hours and it's like it's mainly backstage promos you might yeah. get a match here and there but it's like it's not a match you really it, want to see right right
0: it's just like uh oh hey uh we don't got enough people, so let's just throw stuff together. And that brings us yeah. everything going on with the COVID stuff. Like, yeah. Seth Rollins has oh, COVID, man. which means probably Becky probably had it.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
0: you know, we got two major then, stars out there. Gotta and, keep then away from all the out. and then was
1: Biggie was out. Biggie was out. Yeah. Um, so, I think yeah. Drew
0: was there. Uh, they also got Bianca was out, allegedly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And the Street Profits. So... Mm-hmm. At what point, and then now, of course, the the rumor mill is that WWE has suspended their COVID protocols,
2: Mm -hmm. so
0: they will no longer be testing for COVID, so are we Mm -hmm. trying to act like we're in Florida and say COVID's not real? Or Mm
1: -hmm.
0: what are we doing? Protect Roman Reigns at all costs.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Protect the tribal chief. Like, like, literally. Literally. literally I do not want nobody near him I Mm -hmm. put the Usos on each side of him um, protect that man at all costs because it's on his shoulders
1: yeah and the company's on his shoulders so they you know he's their money maker right now so they have to literally do everything outside of really protecting his health but there's your money right there if he has to sit out for X amount of time I don't know. See, and that kind of goes back to what we were talking about as far as characters for the future. Now, if, you know, if something were to happen to your top star, who else do you have? On SmackDown. And don't bring Drew back in
0: there because we're tired of Drew. I'm tired of, you have shoved him down my throat for a year and a half. It gotta
2: stop. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm, there's other people. Cesaro is right there.
1: Right there. Oh man. Cesaro, they could have done so much with Cesaro. And Holy now he's like he's just now he's just perpetual mid-lower card. And and, and I, it's I think sad that's sad because
0: they keep toying with us. Literally, he was hot. He had Cesaro mm-hmm. section. How could you not yeah. give this yeah. man the strap when he had the mm-hmm. Cesaro? section what are That's we right. doing
2: mm-hmm. like
0: what are we doing and instead of okay cool this man is clearly over with the fans mm-hmm. the fans are telling them hey put the belt on him give mm-hmm. cesaro the belt what do you do you act like you're gonna give him the belt you give him the mm-hmm. shot at the belt but then you go yeah nah mid card is, is mm-hmm.
2: what you, you deserve like how
0: yeah. disrespectful how how rude
1: like, and what do we yeah, yeah. And I don't know if they just don't want the fans to dictate kind of like with Daniel Bryan, like they didn't want Daniel Bryan to be in a position he was in, but the fans pushed for it so much, you know, with yes. the yes chant. And it's like they had to do it. And I get, I don't know if this is their way of saying, okay, look, we're in control. We're going to decide who's going to be who. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. And I don't know if that's the result of it, but definitely Cesaro was really over, and definitely should have, definitely should have had a title run. Definitely, definitely.
0: And the fact that not only was he over, but you know, BT. uh well, what, was, what were they calling themselves? Him and TJ. They were their team was over. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like that that tag team was over as well. Like they had mm-hmm. so many moments. Uh Seamus and Cesaro got themselves over. So oh, yeah. oh yeah. Or woke up. Why didn't you put the strap on Cesaro? I feel like mm-hmm. it's just at this point, it's just kind of foolery because they always gonna be like, oh well, not everyone's a star. Okay, so how much over does someone have to be in order for them right. to be a star?
3: Like right.
0: what what is the requirement because I agree not everyone can be an a-lister quote unquote, or the top guy I get that but what happens when you put everything on the shoulder of one guy and mm-hmm. now god forbid something happens to your top guy who mm-hmm. is under him if you're not building mm-hmm. the people under him you that's cannot right. have a house with no foundation that's mm-hmm. not how this works so right. I understand, you know, everyone can, has to be in different areas as far as company. Someone has to be in the Intercontinental United States Champion era, right. mid-card era, which mm-hmm. is great. But you should also have a mid-carder that can also be a top guy. Because mm-hmm. right now, you didn't took the steam away from Kevin Owens. I don't know mm-hmm. what we're doing with Sami Zayn. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't have Seth Rollins for Lord knows how long. One thing I do mm-hmm. like about Seth is that he's top mid, top mid. So you know, but again, right. who's new? Who is a new name that you could put there? Because they had the opportunity with Ricochet, they right, yeah, the ball on that too. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. who, who else? Because if let's say you remove a piece like Jenga, and you remove the top pieces, you gotta take someone from the bottom and bring them mm-hmm. up. Take takes a right. long from the bottom bring them up. And you have to constantly do that. But you're not building your stars that way. You can't say, oh, let people get over naturally because there are people who are naturally over that you yeah. just haven't put in a position to just let them shine. I feel like mm-hmm. Roman Reigns' best promos have been without them giving him anything to say. Um, right. You know, I'm hearing from some very superstars that some of the promos that people in creative are coming up with, are atrocious. A yeah. prime example of a bad promo, and you can tell when they had people tell them what to say, is Damian Priest. When he mm-hmm. won after SummerSlam, he cut a promo. I'll never forget. He cut that promo after SummerSlam, and he said, Because you know, I'm from a little town in New York. A little town? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there are no little, little towns town in, in New, York. New York. There's no such thing as a little town in New York City. Like, what are we talking about? And I'll never forget I went after uh, that happened and I actually ended up seeing him and I was like, what the fuck did you mean by a
2: little
0: <laughs> town in New York? And he was like, oh no, you know, they, you know, they wanted me to, bro, bro, bro. I
2: know we, I'm sorry
0: I'm killing kayfabe but like, there's not, The place that he is from, he's
2: from
0: Manhattan, where Mm -hmm. the skyscrapers are, that everyone knows that's New York. How are you going to say, tell him? Yeah, say the little town in New York. Little town? Right. Little New York City? But man, mm. (laughs) out of touch. Out of. I wouldn't even say out of touch. This is straight ignorance. That was just like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, you know, make sure you bill him from new york he is from manhattan mm-hmm. he's from uptown like we, we we talked about that like he's from uptown
2: mm-hmm.
0: so if he's from uptown and y'all really wanted him to say something like from a little town in puerto rico he's not like, from a little town in puerto rico like mm-hmm. they just ugh. i just couldn't when i heard that i was so upset the guy that was next to me was like, are you okay? I'll never forget you. I said if I was okay, because I wanted to throw my fucking cell <laughs> Like, what the hell do you mean? A little town in New York. What What are we talking about? Are we talking about the same New York City? Because we can't be talking about the same New York City. There's, there's no way. Um, so they're clearly like out mm-hmm. of touch. And they are clearly, clearly missing the mark on so many things. Um, it was just oh, it was just bad. But like I stated earlier, if you take away someone who is an A-lister and you mm-hmm. put them in the spot, if you take the A-lister away, you have to have someone who is either of same level or at least mm-hmm. get to build them to that level. Because right. what you do with yep. any foundation, if you take off the roof, mm-hmm. you're like, whoa, what's going on? It's all this breeze. It's all this extra stuff. It starts raining. You get leaks, this, mm-hmm. that, heat you start messing up the whole house you take away you need that foundation you need these vital parts and with WWE I feel as though unfortunately we're not getting the big stars anymore um Mm -hmm. someone even posted and someone said even some of the wrestlers aren't looking like wrestlers anymore yeah and that is so true um and I'll, I'm not one to comment on people's looks, but as far as just wrestling as a whole, just in general, mm-hmm. um, wrestling has now, before there was a stereotype of, oh, you know, if you're a wrestler, you must look like this. And i right. not there anymore, which is fine. I am more than mm-hmm. okay with that. You're showing people that, hey, you don't have to be that big, huge guy. You know, you can be a Daniel Bryan size. You can be a Ricochet size you know, and and be great, which there is nothing wrong with that. My question is about those that if I pointed to someone and said, hey, by the way, this person's a wrestler. They Mm -hmm. would look at me like I'm crazy. Who's a wrestler? Them? No way. Nah, like, and I think it's crazy because the women, they look more like wrestlers than Mm -hmm. the men. Right. Some of these men, unfortunately, they're not looking like wrestlers. Uh, so it's, we're, we'll, we'll get into that. We do have a boost <laughs> from Izzy. So let's, let's hear what Izzy got to say.
1: Speaking of Cesaro, he was just in a title match with Roman Reigns at the beginning of this year, actually. And he just went down all back
3: to the mid card. Mm-hmm. So, and yep. He should be at least feuding for that world title. He should be chasing for the title. But they haven't done anything with him. Well, they, they haven't done much with him. And I'm hope, hopefully, maybe next year, he could be one of the challengers for the universal title, maybe. Know.
1: Yeah, they'd have to spend a lot of time building him back up. Because I think they, it, it, in the matches he's been in, they've made him look kind of weak. Right. Yeah. Um. He's getting beat up really badly with his ribs taped up. You know, they had to they had to spend a great deal of time building him back up to really get people back invested into having Cesaro in a title run, which is sad because you know he's he's one of the strongest men on on their roster. You know, anybody can spin around a two three hundred pound man in the ring at least 10 times. I mean, <laughs> how could you not love that? How can you not see the strength in that? So yeah, hopefully, but they have to do some work building them back up. And are they willing to do that is the real question.
0: That is a great question. And just like Izzy said, you started off the year with Cesaro and the title match. Mm-hmm. Where's yeah. Cesaro now? He's mm-hmm. out here doing what what was they had like a twelve man guitar? Yeah. What, mm-hmm. what, what are we doing? This is Cesaro, okay? Yeah. This is Claudio, okay? Put some respect mm-hmm. on this man's name, okay? Right. He is actually pretty good. I I don't think I've met anyone who's seen Cesaro Russell and been like that guy. Ugh, boring, no parts. Mm-hmm. Man. Like everyone I know that has seen Cesaro Russell, and I'm like, yeah, he's like bottom mid bottom mid he has the mm-hmm. body the deep you know oh yeah do I think that his promos are great no but do I think that they could be better absolutely but I think that's what anyone it's kind of like mm-hmm. with Brock Lesnar if you give, oh, yeah. not even Brock Lesnar we'll just say we'll go to NXT even with Roderick Strong with Malcolm Bivens on the mic for Roderick Strong, it has built Roddy up so much because right. Roddy could not cut a promo for his life. Okay. He was clearly the weakest link of undisputed error, and it's very apparent. Very apparent. <laughs> when they broke up, it was like, oh, Roderick Strong. Oh. Like no one, nobody cared about Roddy. Nobody cared about Roddy. But oh, and it's nice and foggy. But now. That he has Malcolm Bivens. They have the diamond mine. Now people are starting to care just a little bit more about Roddy. Roddy Roddy got a little bit more street cred now. Roddy Roddy getting a little bit more people invested in what is going on with him. Um, This week with the unification of, which I think is wild to me the unification mm-hmm. of the Cruiserweight Championship and the NXT North American Championship. Like, why are we mm-hmm. really trying that? Those are two right. different titles. But right, I think yeah. We'll later. Um, with that unification happening, it's just going to be, uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see. But some people need a mouthpiece and you know, Roger Strong is definitely one of those people and Maybe Cesaro is one of those people as well. Maybe mm-hmm. Cesaro just needs a mouthpiece. He just needs mm-hmm. someone to talk for him so that way it can elevate him. So put him with someone like when Zelina Vega was with Andrade. Andrade right. needed Zelina. Right. He was a good wrestler. But right. he needed Zelina. Because mm-hmm. with Zelina, A1. A1 stuff. People were way more... Into what he had to say, or more so, what she had to say, because him cutting mm-hmm. a promo, absolutely not. Nobody cared, right? Oh, who's this guy? He can barely speak English. We don't want to hear him, and that's not what I'm saying. That's what Twitter, Twitter trolls, mm-hmm.
2: say. yeah. So don't,
0: don't be coming for me in the comments. Don't come for me. I'm just repeating what I've seen. So I just yeah. think Cesaro a mouthpiece because wrestling. Definitely not an issue of his. Definitely
2: not Mm -hmm.
0: a weak point for him. So, again, back to the original subject, for the second to third time, we have to build up other people to get it to a point where, God forbid, something happens to Roman for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, you have someone else there to cover for him. Because, love the Usos, but they cannot cover for Roman Reigns as a whole right. like right. they are a tag team. They're great mm-hmm. as a tag. But that's one doing it. We tried that, what was that, last year with
1: Jay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And not, yeah, and I think Jay did I think he did good up against the, the match with Roman, which which I thought was great storytelling. But outside of that, um I don't know if he can really stand on his own. Absolutely not. I can't see him so, doing single stuff yeah and and the same for the women's division as well i mean charlotte let mean, let's be real i've watched the last couple matches with charlotte up against um
3: you know tony
1: storm or um who was before before her was it Shotzi? is she faced before that but either way charlotte flair does not want to be there um (laughs) <laughs> it's like it, like you could you could just tell like she just like she's just there so she don't want to get fired or get fired. I mean that's what it is. She does not want to be there anymore, and it really shows in her entrance. It shows in her matches. Please, and this is my opinion. Someone else may feel differently, but you don't get that same enthusiasm even as a heel that you got before, like say last year or the year before last. Like it's not there anymore, and I think she might be tired. So with that said, yeah, they want to put her on this record run that mimics her dad, Ric Flair. But okay, once that's done, on the SmackDown side, who, who do we have? Yeah, because you Raw know, takes
0: all the big superstars, but Raw is going right. right. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Like, how do you have big names and you don't know what to do? with You have a three-hour mm-hmm. show. And three for hour two show. of the three hours where you get backstage commentary, mm-hmm. people getting mm-hmm. up. what are we doing? Yep. what what are mm-hmm. we? Where's the wrestling? And I think that, and I don't like to do AEW versus WWE, but I think that's why people enjoy WWE more. I mean AEW more in regards mm-hmm. to wrestling. And yep. I, I won't even do like AEW versus WWE. I'll even say like NXT versus Raw. I think that's why right. people enjoy raw raw less than they do NXT because NXT has it's two hours, but
2: it's but way more
0: wrestling. Yeah, way more wrestling. You have mm-hmm. very, like you'll have a little backstage commentary here, and, but you have way more wrestling mm-hmm. on a show. Right. Like mm-hmm. I can do two hours at NXT live. I can do it even watching, it. and I'll even be like, "Dang, two hours is up already!" Because there's wrestling.
2: Right, Like, yeah.
0: I don't want to hear people talking and giggling. And <laughs> I don't want to, two hours of my life <laughs> for
2: that. Right, yeah. You need
0: money back. Like, mm-hmm. and imagine being in the crowd and it's nothing but backstage segments. So mm-hmm. you're paying money to be at an arena yeah. to watch a backstage segment on a big screen. Mm-hmm. I paid to watch on a big screen. I could just watch it at my own house. Like, I don't, right. I don't need, I don't need exactly. like, to be here. So, yeah. ooh, excuse me. It's just it's frustrating. Um, but what I will say uh, is that WWE, even though there are short storylines, if they give you, a, at least they're giving storylines. So that's one mm-hmm. thing I we have to do positives. We can't all do all negatives. He uh, right. does give storylines. They may be short, but like I said, it may be due to the quote unquote budget cuts and, you know, everything mm-hmm. going on, but they will give you a storyline. They will right. help you do character development. Like this Tiffany girl on NXT, who we thought was Brooke Hogan for like the longest. Um, <laughs> I really did. I,
1: I remember asking you, like, is that Brooke Hogan?
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, And I had to really look up, like, is it Brooke Hogan? Because it's, it's giving Brooke Hogan. Right, um, yeah. It, it, it wasn't Brooke Hogan, but it was giving very much Brooke Hogan. But yeah. they built her up. So, Mm -hmm. when she did debut, which I did see last week, or I think that was this week, if I'm not mistaken, um, she did okay. I mean, for her first Mm -hmm. match in front of people, that was not bad. Uh, It was okay. It was definitely a lot of stuff that she could work on, like that finisher. Mm
2: -hmm. I don't know about
0: that. Uh, But besides that, I think that for her first ever televised match, if it was her first ever televised match, I'm just assuming based on how she was wrestling. Um, She did pretty okay. But they, like I said, it goes back to, they told the story. They Mm -hmm. went and they built her up and her character is all about daddy's money and daddy Mm -hmm. says and daddy this. And I'm like, okay, so she's a spoiled rich girl. Like we know what her character is about. AEW is not giving you that. AEW unfortunately Mm -hmm. is not building up characters. It's like, We'll yes. see them on AW Dark, but
1: I honestly, oh man,
0: I don't even want to watch three hours of RAW. You think I want to watch however many hours of AW? Absolutely not. I do not. I do not. Yeah, like I want to see wrestling, but I don't want to see forty matches. That's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they need to AW Dark needs to be cut shorter. But I think the problem is is that they have so many people.
1: So many people. Yeah, they
0: literally like have to use that talent. They're just, mm-hmm. unfortunately, they're just wasting money. Now, I don't know if these people are on like a match-to-match basis. I do know that, you know, they'll have extra people in the back in case someone gets sick or injured or mm-hmm. they need to make changes on the card, which makes sense. But you don't need a full roster, Right. In the back, we got, got a lot of people. We got a lot of people. Huge. Like they just signed Mercedes Martinez. Um, yeah, people actually thought at first it was Ember Moon when uh, Mercedes Martinez came out. They thought it was Ember at first, but mm-hmm. uh, I was like, I, I I could tell it was Mercedes just by her build. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, you're signing all of these people. Just someone mm-hmm. else said Hook just got signed. Hook has been right. over for months. Everyone thought he was already signed. So when he got signed, people are like, "Wait, so what was it? Taz was just playing bring Your Son to Work Day' for all these months, like, right? What? Like, I guess there's so many people, but there's a lot of people mm-hmm. whose contracts are expiring, or maybe they're doing like a, you know, like a case by case basis. And right. I think that's also the thing with Dark. Dark is kind of like for me, it feels like their tryout session. Like if you do good on Dark, yeah." Mm-hmm. Then we'll, you know, we'll see about the main stage and, and mm-hmm. you know, which is great for other wrestlers to get their name out there. Like, hey, even though I may not be getting signed, by the way, I can put that I wrestled for AEW. Right. It may have been on Dark, but it's still AEW. So, you know, and that aspect, yeah. I understand, like, you're still kind of giving back to the wrestling indie scene in a way. Mm-hmm. Right. But at the same time, like, you have to get rid of some
1: people like you can't yeah and 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 like i said a aew they're treading on wcw waters and i say this all the time (laughs) like they're really treading on wcw waters because it's like they're assigning so many people and like if you really look back at that time wcw is like they had so many people like it it was so crowded like okay how do you how do you figure out storylines for all these people and then you have like like on AEW dark i recently saw sunny kiss versus joey janela and sunny kiss i absolutely love that was my first time seeing them i know i'm late but that was my first time seeing them and i was like wow i need to see more of them on a rampage or a dynamite but it's like you know like where would where would you put them like You know, it's that kind of thing. You have talent like that that's getting lost in the shuffle. And where's Miro been? Oh,
0: oh. (laughs) You know, like, you know. Listen.
1: (laughs) Where has he been, you know? So... For real. For real. Because
0: to me, again, you pulled up God's Favorite Champion Mm -hmm. and then he did his whole thing. Excuse me. And remember, we also had... um, it was in the last battle royale for for a chance at the AEW World Championship, and that's when Hangman mm-hmm. came back. But he was mm-hmm. only in it because someone else was injured. Oh, Lance Archer mm-hmm. got injured. Mm-hmm. So Miro took his spot. And I'm just like, why not take that opportunity to kind of switch it up? Like, we knew, majority of people already knew okay, Hangman's gonna come back and he's gonna take the title off of Kenny. Like, we, mm-hmm. we kind of figured that. Like, that was the ending to that story. Um, right but at the same time it's like okay but what about Miro like Miro right so good in regards Mm -hmm. to like his promo work in AEW he's been spot on for me um he's been spot on for me in in his wrestling work that he's also done with them Mm -hmm. so what are we doing with him uh remember they also have uh, Penelope Ford's husband what is his name um uh Mm -hmm. the one I was with Miro um something kept Kip saving. Is that a thing? I
1: think so. I think so.
0: He's out. He's injured. Um, there's like, <coughs> excuse me. Oh, <coughs> excuse me. I tried to grab a sip and ended up choking on it. Uh, <laughs> there's so many different people that they could push. And again, we go back to what we were saying earlier. Everyone can't be at the top and we get that. But your big mm-hmm. carters and, and your bottom barrels, like, make them good people. Like, for me, I still, I, I'm i trying to understand how Alistair Black is not, and I'm calling Aleister Black, <laughs> right. Malachi Black. How are we, now, mm-hmm. how are we not in running? Why? Right. Because CM Punk is there? Ooh, mm-hmm. CM Punk. Oh my God. Like, I still, to, to this day, and I know I'm going to get hate for this, and I know y'all going to hate me, and I'm sorry. Bring it on. I'm ready for it. But what's, what's what's the hype in CM Punk?
1: I don't see it. Yeah, yeah, that time is past. Like I don't see it. <laughs> I think at this point, if you were to do anything, you know, try to put over some of the other guys. You know I think you trying to put over
0: MJF, but the thing is MJF don't need CM Punk to put him right. over. MJF right. is a heel. He's one of I am sad to say, but he's one of the best heels this year.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He's done amazing heel oh, yeah. work. So what do we what are we doing with him? Um right. What are we why why do we have him going against CM Punk? Why is mm-hmm. CM Punk on AEW talking about some, "Oh yeah, I'm the best ever to touch this mic and in this ring." Say goodbye to
1: your credit card reward
2: <laughs> right, the...
0: bro. Come on now. I hate when people Ooh. do that. What's the uh, what's, what's the bar, bro? Like, where's the bar at?
3: Because mm-hmm. I want to know.
0: Because if you are the best ever, the best ever, no, in the ring, and Brian Danielson is there, right? And old Megan's there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Stop, stop,
1: D- <laughs> sir, sir. Don't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But, you, you know, know, yeah, and, and that's what makes them WCW-like. It's like they tried, they really wanted that big ex-WWE name, you know, because, you know, folks was in WWE Chicago chanting CM Punk, even though there was no chance of him coming back. So they figured, okay, let's grab yeah. this big name and let's see how we can use them, not really understanding. That time has passed. You know, I, I know me personally where I, I really like CM Punk, years ago now it's like i can do without him it, I can you know definitely do without like, him i can see like him being a manager else? right, right. he could be someone's mouthpiece yes you know he he will be a great mouthpiece for someone else but as far as him and then with the record he has it's clear they're trying to make sure he stays over with his record you know so which we yeah. can, again
0: could definitely do without um, right sting is another one i think darby allen yeah. needs Sting more than sting needs darby allen in all of the senses uh right i don't understand their dynamic um mm-hmm. it just doesn't like i just feel like they're just like oh you're emo and you're emo put them together right and it's gonna
1: work. <laughs> and it's, it's right. not
0: um it's not and they both paint their
1: faces Yeah. So I think that's really the only reason why they stuck them together. It's like, okay, you both are emo. You both paint your faces. So yeah. Tag team. <laughs> yeah. Like absolutely, absolutely not. Um, I'm just not,
0: I just don't, I, it doesn't work well with me at all. Um, I also feel as though like, um, what's, what's his name? Uh, um, I think Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, they don't need uh what's his name as a mouthpiece, Dan Lambert, right. or what, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. They don't
1: need him at all. Um yeah, he just sounds know. like old school rambling. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like you listen to this guy just ramble on.
0: <laughs> it just it's pointless. And we are definitely, I know we said we weren't gonna go into recaps for this week, but I am getting into that atrocious promo by Brandy <laughs> Rhodes. Oh God. Brandy. <laughs> Brandy. Uh, come, come on, sit down. You in the hot seat. You are in the hot seat. I'm, I'm upset right now. I just thought about it, mentioning Dan Lambert. I'm upset right now. We're gonna get into you. So I'm gonna light your ass up. First of all, first of all, ma'am, what do you mean by oh, you a black belt? Well, I'm a black bitch. What what? Oh, no. my God. <laughs> what are you doing? It co- it's not genuine. No. That's not you. We know it. And ah, we know God. it's not you. And I'm sad. sorry to say but all the people that I saw, they're like, oh, my God. She did so good. That's right, Brandy. You tell them. No. You ate. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Yeah. No. First, of all, <laughs> first <of all>. every <laughs> single one of them that I've seen. excuse me, not one person was black.
2: Mm -hmm. Not one. And I think I should tell you
0: everything you need to know about that promo. Not Mm -hmm. one person of color that I saw on my timeline on, asked a couple of other other of my friends who also have Twitter. None of them have Mm -hmm. seen it. It's just, (laughs) why do you try? It's like she was like, you know what? That promo against Jade out. She was like, you got the right one. Like, uh-huh. what? what? That promo? Right. Let me one-up it. Let me try mm-hmm. a little harder. Let me see if that'll hit. It's not right. hitting, boo. Nuh-uh. It's not. Mm-hmm. Just like the tracks not matching with your hair, that promo was not matching with my ears, boo. It's <laughs> not going. It's not. I yeah. wish you would just stop. Because yeah. it's like you give people such give us such a bad name like it's just
1: that was that was terrible it was it was
0: horrible horrible like, Whoever no, don't do could have helped her out <laughs> because that promo was um it was just so it just it literally felt like someone in the back was like yeah mm-hmm. You make sure mm-hmm. you put emphasis on black bitch. That'll oh, get the yeah, like, yeah. What are we
2: doing? <laughs>
0: Why is this a thing? Like, right? Come on! It's mm-hmm. just—it was just really, really bad. And I really want somebody, anybody, to just literally hire someone who is African American in creative.
2: Mm-hmm. And I want
0: them to mm-hmm. go and say, "Brandy," before you even open your mouth. Come to us first, okay?
2: Right. Let, right. let,
0: Please, we beg of you. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what crowd you're trying to get over on, but you're not getting over with your own
2: people. Mm-hmm. And I
0: think that's the problem. Like, I'm going to do today, I'm going to do a test. I'm going to have my husband who barely watches wrestling and I'm on my way to my mother-in-law's house. I'm going to ask My sister and my mother in law and my brother, when I say, Hey, I'm gonna play you this clip, you tell me if the person who's saying it sounds like they should be saying it. Mm -hmm. And if they say no, Brady really needs to quit wrestling for the rest of her life. That's it. That's it. That's it. it, it. Because somebody knows they're gonna say no. And it's just like, is. I think, honestly, what made it worse for me was watching the Rose to the Top show that came out this year. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. For me, that just... Thing ...where they're like, oh, um, what did... Oh, there we go. Sorry, I got cut off. Uh, Cody said something like, oh, there's... Oh, no, no, no. She said, oh, there's Detroit brandy. And Miami brandy and Atlanta brandy. You don't want Detroit brandy. Yeah, I get ghetto. What What do you mean you get ghetto? What are we talking about? What do you mean? What are, What does that mean? What does it like, mean to get ghetto brandy? Huh? Mm-hmm. Stereotypes. That's 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 what I hear. I hear. Yeah. Hey, um, I'm gonna be stereotype, and that's that. And of course, the sad thing. What. I really, really, really like Cody. Like, I'm not going to lie. I think Cody is a great person. Like, he has a really good personality from what I can tell. Um, Cody is just, like, mad cool. He is chill. He even he seems like that even, like, with his fans. He seems like that on the show. Like, he's just like, you know, I'm just here to do the business that I love. That business is wrestling. Uh, my life is a little crazy, but you know what? It is what it is. Like, he gives off those vibes. Even he was like, yeah, you know, I don't want, I don't want to really see like Detroit Brandy. Like he wasn't Mm -hmm. even like, it didn't even seem like he felt like, yeah, that's something you should really be scared of Detroit Brandy. Like, It it just, I'm really like, Brandy, I want to like you so bad, but it is a shame when I watch your show. And I agree with your sister-in-law, Teal, about you. (laughs) Teal said she did not like Brandy. She said, Brandy, when she first met her, she felt like she was trying too hard. And I Mm -hmm. agree with that
2: Mm 1,000%. Because that's
0: what it gives off. You are trying to fit into something that you are not. And I feel like she's done it for so long whether it be in her career, whether it be just in general, that she's just trying Mm -hmm. to be someone that she's not, that she doesn't know who she is. Mm -hmm. Her whole personality is around her being fraudulent around others. And it comes off on TV. It comes off in the promos that she's putting. And Mm -hmm. it's sad because unfortunately you're misrepresenting us. When you say things like, Oh, I'm about to get ghetto. Oh, you all here call me ratchet. Like, what are you doing?
1: Well, yeah, she said, she said some, to do that. Yeah. She said some real questionable things. And, and there was this, you know, I, I think one of the interesting tweet and in deletes where she questioned our support for black wrestlers. And, and she had to delete that. Right. Awesome. Cause I'm like, wait a minute, what are you talking about? Like we literally, we sat back and supported the hell out of Kofi. During his title Hello. run. Okay. Hello. I mean, and supported Iggy the hell out of Bianca. Round. Right. Bianca and her title run. Like, what are you talking about? Now, you need to get out of your AEW bubble. Because this is how y'all treat y'all black performers. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that's, you know, you need to be clear. Like, who you're talking about? You're talking about AEW. Because you're in your bubble. All right? You're not talking about anybody else. Because black wrestlers Can't everywhere be. else. Gets major love from the community is for the culture, like that's what we literally all day. So it's like, shout yeah, out so to Shane like, Taylor, right? You know, like Brandy, just 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 stop, just chill out. You definitely try and way too hard, and it's like what you were trying to accomplish with that tweet, it didn't do what you thought it was gonna do, that's why you had to delete it at all. So, <laughs> So think that before part. you speak and before you tweet. You know what I'm saying? Like, just let's take that And into this wasn't her only time of
0: her doing that. Because I also remember she made another comment um, that she deleted. It and it had something to do with race. And, she, oh, she said something like she never felt like the Black community supported her. Or something along those lines.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: everyone was like, it had nothing to do with your skin color. And mm-hmm. you
1: suck. Right. <laughs> Right.
0: And, like, she had to delete it because she was like, you know, I've been told, like, oh, because I talk like a white girl, you know, I'm I'm not black enough. And I'm like, it has what? nothing to do with the way that you talk and, and all of these things. The issue that a lot right. of people have with Brandy is that it, you're not genuine. You right. don't feel genuine. You don't feel like this is who you are. You feel mm-hmm. like someone that's trying to be like that.
2: Mm -hmm. And they
0: aren't that. And I think like, I don't understand why that's like so hard for her to comprehend because it's really not that hard, but I feel as though she's surrounded by a bunch of yes, men and yes, women that it's just like, it's not, it's not clicking for her. Like, what do you mean that this doesn't seem genuine? What do you mean that, you know, like this isn't working? Like what we said, it's not clicking. It's not, working you need to do better but instead of her getting better it honestly just feels like she's getting worse Mm -hmm. so you know at what point do we just say enough is enough um right and then speaking of brandy we have to get into her husband and his new shirt which it says what's the winner loser baby face baby face. (laughs) In (laughs) AEW Is going yo You know what That shirt Top seller Absolutely Print it Print it out We need this We need this You know They're gonna go wild For this one now Tony I promise you This is the one Like Who Is in Their creative In the back Uh, And Tony If you ever Want to sit down And talk to us We are more than welcome To sit down and talk to you Because we have a lot of questions uh, right, Especially me <laughs> I have a, a, a bunch of questions for you And what goes on In the back doings of AEW Because I've watched some of his interviews And for me, some of these people Are not getting To the hard-hitting questions Okay Like a lot of the interviews is Like, oh, hey, you know how, what's, what's going on with this No, 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 no. Let's, let's get to the mm-hmm. gritty. Tony Khan, so who is in creative If you have, say, over right. creative Right And that is your final product. Why do, where is the character development for Mm -hmm. the wrestlers? What are they doing to help build their character? How can they come to you? What is the process that it takes from a person to come up with a creative idea until we see it Mm -hmm. on TV? How much input do you have in that character? You say there's another Mm -hmm. team of people. How much input does the other team of people have in regards to that character? Mm -hmm. When will we get long-term storylines? Like the questions that people should be asking, they're not asking this man. And I want to know why, like, what are Mm -hmm. we afraid of? What is, what are we, what are we holding back on? Because Mm -hmm. we need these questions answered. And it's not just as a fan, uh, from a fan standpoint, or even from a wrestler standpoint, just from a person Mm -hmm. who just loves the business altogether standpoint. What are we doing? How can we mm-hmm. make this better? Um, are you doing studies? And one thing I don't like when people do case studies, they're always doing case studies of people that don't watch wrestling. Right. What about the people that do watch your products? Mm-hmm. How are you getting their input? Because you can't go just off of Twitter. Okay. I know a lot of right. people who literally say, oh, I make a fake account just to troll. Like, wh- where is the input from other people? Like, I get it. It's a business. and. You know, you have to make your own decision. And that is great. But at what point do we also take that decision from other people and we, you know, we take input from others to help with the decision? How much do you listen to the crowd? Um, You know, like there's a lot of questions that I have. I don't care about the money part for him, which is all these people going, oh, well, you have all these people and all this blood money and blah, blah, blah. Like I don't care about that. Right. Through that. What is a contract like? Is it a year? -year? Mm Multi-year? How are we... What about the people on AW Dark? You know, how does that work Mm -hmm. for them? All the people that were signed and that are no longer signed. Like, what is the process? Like, (coughs) excuse me. The the behind-the-scenes stuff is more so where my question lies in regards for Tony. Mm I don't really care about stuff that's going on in the front, like, everything that we see because I feel as though, like, You know, everything is probably planned ahead of time. Like most things, it's probably panned and they have like, okay, if this happens, then we'll switch to this, or you know, however. But backhouse stuff, creative stuff. I feel like that's the things that gets overlooked when these people are in these meetings and asking these big main people questions. Like when people ask 70 man questions or ask Vince or Triple H questions, you know. I like to like go into their minds and their thought process, like the creative mm-hmm. thought process that mm-hmm. they have for it, because I feel as though sometimes if you can just get like a sneak peek into that sort of mind, it will make so much more sense about a product. Mm-hmm. It helps us understand how we're supposed to view your product because you can be viewing it from A, or we view it from like M. And there's a huge gap missing and we're mm-hmm. missing something. And just you right. explaining from A's point of view could be the key to opening that up for us. So I have a lot of questions in regards to Tony Khan and what
1: they're doing over <laughs> yeah. there. And what are they doing with their women's division? Like how much longer are we gonna have to deal with Britt Baker, DMD? <laughs> oh <God. laughs> like, okay, what now okay? Almost who else are we how, who else are we kind of really grooming? To take the title the from
0: her, I'm over her. Sheeta, <laughs> take Sheeta off my screen. And this is not like because know I'm can. a Kenny Omega fan. It is literally because that girl is boring. Take her off, yeah, please. Um, uh oh, we have an audio message from Gary. Let's see what he has to say.
3: Oh my.
1: <laughs> Did you lift the button too fast?
0: I think he looked at them. Oh my. That's all you gotta say, Gary? Oh you're what?
2: <laughs> now I wanna know what
0: you gotta say. You got a lot <laughs> um, I don't wanna see Sheeta. Sheeta's boring. Honestly. This has nothing to do with me liking Kenny or anything like that. It's just me personally. Sheeta is boring to me. I don't I don't get to hype in her. Um so no more Sheeta. Um, I feel like they're now trying to rebuild up Rijo, but I feel like
2: mm-hmm.
0: they bought in Ruby Soho and Ruby was supposed to be the one to take the belt off of Brit that didn't happen um, mm-hmm. I feel like if you're gonna give it to somebody, I think I hope that they give Jade
1: the TBS <laughs> yeah I was promotion. just about to bring that up yes give give us more Jade like she's an She's need over. More Jade. you know like bitch yes you heard her. (laughs) you heard her.
0: put it on her and
1: she can back it up and she can back it up so that that's always great yeah give us more jade and i
0: feel like for us like we need more representation anyway we gotta deal with brick
1: give us jade we can't get right give us jade Right, and that's what AEW prided themselves on, so they got to live up to this now. Straight you know, up the whole diversity thing, they gotta live up to it, and so far they are not, so gotta hold their feet to the fire now. Straight up, and I feel
0: like also, um, you big swole is gone, like she left, yeah, she did not renew mm-hmm. her contract, and she's gone. And she was over,
1: like mm-hmm. when they
0: signed her, we were all excited, like, oh, oh happy. yeah, like I mm-hmm. do know that she has some medical conditions and you know that she has to live with they are chronic so i understand that part but when she was high why i ain't give her the belt
2: mm-hmm. like
0: the thought processes the thought process for me just it, the math don't be math in
2: and mm-hmm. uh,
0: it kind of upsets me sometimes because it's like we the people that we want over we're not asking for much we're literally asking for them to be over in the times that they are over and i know that again i will keep stating this not everyone can be an a-lister
1: mm-hmm. but at what
0: point are we like i feel like by the time they listen to the people it's too late
1: it's too late yes
0: yeah. it's too late so we'll see we have another voicemail oh i guess gary held on to the button this time let's see what he has
2: to <laughs>
3: Speaking about Tony Khan and the softball questions he gets on a place like Busted Open Radio just drives me bonkers. The one time that somebody asked him something a little bit more difficult or controversial was Bubba Ray Dudley about the shoddy refereeing in AEW, especially during tag matches. And he got all pissy. And uh, threatened to leave the show or cut it short. And then the following week when he was on, well, Bully Ray wasn't on either. And apparently he hasn't been on uh, most segments when Khan does come on. Like the guy just can't take any criticism. He's the typical daddy's rich boy playing with all the family's money
0: Mm mm. And cut him off right when he was getting good.
1: Right. Not yeah. a lie was told.
0: though.
2: <laughs>
1: That's not true. one
0: lie was told because, like yeah. I said, every interview that I've seen, no one's asking him like the questions. Like mm-hmm. it's all very like, oh, so you know, how does it feel being like the GM of a company, and what's your favorite? like? Mm-hmm. I don't. Nobody cares. Okay. I don't care about right. Tony Khan's favorite matches. Okay, I want to mm-hmm. know the backstage stuff. I want to know how are we? How what's going on with this? How are you treating mm-hmm. this? If we're out here and you're going to get rid of everyone with the Me Too movement or any sort of claims, why did you sign Jay Lethal?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Jay Lethal was mm-hmm. someone that was also named in the Me Too movement. If that's the case, if you went and you got rid of what was Jimmy having? Jimmy Havoc, mm-hmm. is now. you got rid of Jimmy Havoc due to the Me Too movement, but you didn't get ri- rid of Jay Lethal. Why is that? Mm-hmm. Answer the question. We'll wait. Um, no, you're mm-hmm. not going to answer? Of course not. Because, again, softball questions all mm-hmm. the time. I agree with Gary. It gives very much so, clearly, this is daddy's money, and I'm just yeah. doing what I want. And not understanding that you're playing with people's lives. And I understand mm-hmm. that he loves wrestling. And I understand that, you know, as from I've heard from some superstars there that is being booked like tony khan's uh dream matches every week.
1: So he's like a Ted Turner Jr. cuz you know Ted Turner loved wrestling but he wasn't a wrestling guy. You know what I'm saying? But he was he was a fan. So that's why he invested heavily into it. So I, and, and if he's that sensitive, yeah. he's in the wrong profession because you're you're essentially heading a wrestling promotion that's rivaling a even bigger wrestling promotion. So these are that shots part. you gotta take. You gotta take a bunch on the chin. You know what I'm saying? If not, you in the wrong yeah. business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you are absolutely yeah. correct.
0: One thousand percent. And Gary has a part two. Let's uh let's get to it.
3: It's just paid advertising whenever he's on any kind of program, whether it be a podcast, a live radio broadcast or TV. It's paid advertising for AEW and Tony Khan. Mm -hmm.
0: I believe him. Like I said, I have yet to see him even Cody when Cody has to do promos and stuff um, for them. I don't see any of them getting asked like actual hard-hitting questions. Um, I think at the beginning, before all of, you know, everything went on with the bugs, the
2: which, again, I mean we are being honest, you can tell
0: um, and that they've all kind of put up in their own ways, but at the very beginning, when AEW started, they were getting asked the hard hitting questions. And mm-hmm. now that AEW has kind of like, I don't want to say fully developed because of course this like anything, is still a work in progress. But since they got right. a little bit more mature, we'll say, um, ooh, excuse me. The questions have been way easier, way more softball. Oh, what was your favorite match mm-hmm. this year? Um, is there someone that you're looking forward to signing? Well, like the the questions aren't as like tough. Ever. And I feel like, like Gary said, it's more so like a, 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 I feel like for if you want to bring on new viewers or if you want to take WWE's viewers, we'll say you have to give the people something that they want in a backstage point of view.
3: Mm-hmm. And I
0: honestly feel like that's why WWE started showing, if you notice recently, they've been doing a lot more. And I say recently in like the past, three years, three to five mm-hmm. years, uh, they've been doing way more guerrilla shots. Have you not noticed that? Right. Mm-hmm. We never got to Saw Behind the Curtain before. You right. would do a yeah. promo somewhere else. They were never right there, right before they came out, right before the end of the season. Hit. Mm-hmm. They're giving more of that access to people. right? Um,
1: yep. And I mm-hmm. feel like
0: it made it feel more like, wow, we're a part of this product. Right. Because yeah. we're, we're back there with them. We get mm-hmm. to actually see when Big E goes, oh New York City!
1: Yeah. Like, we, we actually and, get to see that. hmm And you get to, and, and it actually shows how much WWE has grown in that respect, too, because back in the day, that was taboo. Like, you didn't Absolutely. see things like that because, you know, that was a part of the wall. That was a part of the veil that was always up. You know, yeah. you never see past that curtain you know because that takes you too far far into the business and some things should just remain quiet and confidential so that really shows their growth okay yeah we can take you to the gorilla before they go out we we can show you all this now it's okay yeah or like
0: oh now they're showing like little segments oh hey look what happened after the match or you know Mm -hmm. hey look Mm -hmm. after Becky Lynch won this is this is her with Seth Rollins and mm-hmm. look at them backstage at Gorilla or right the area where you walk up to Gorilla, like just showing us period, breaking kayfabe completely. That is so unheard of. Us even know that that meant Gorilla.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What? Us knowing these, a lot of these things, like the wrestling business has evolved. Mm-hmm. I feel as though, you know, with them doing like roads to the Top, I think it kind of helped in the sense of us being able to kind of see behind the scenes a
2: bit. Mm-hmm. But
0: I would want more behind the scenes stuff from AEW. Like I'm not asking for a gorilla because they don't technically have a gorilla. It's kind of like they have that table that's right there. And then right. you kind of talk to them before you walk up. Like, you have to walk upstairs and then go out, whereas there you just kind of, you just walk. Like, it's just the walk. Mm -hmm. You walk up the stairs, you wait in that area, and then you walk out. Um, But the fact that we even know stuff like that is, like, great. Um, And for a very long time, I thought that BTE or whatever, yes, it's BTE. um, I thought that they would show more of that once AEW came about. But instead, BTE has become more about more storylines. Like, if you want to know what a character is doing or what a character means or, you know, basically how they're evolving, you got to watch BTE on Mondays. And it's like, give us actual character development. Like, what are they doing? Where do they train? Do they have Mm -hmm. to wait till they go home to train? Does does Tony, like, have an area uh, somewhere in Jacksonville or does everyone go to the Nightmare Factory to train? Like, Mm -hmm. have... A bunch of questions because these are things we don't know. Like, where do you right. go to train? Um, do you get to train with others? Do you get to practice? Do you have to wait and fly to mm-hmm. Georgia? Like, questions that truly, truly, truly need answers. And I don't feel as though we're going to get them with the people that are asking the questions of Tony Pond and them right now. I feel like
2: mm-hmm. there's
0: a lot of changes. And hopefully for 2022, It will happen. Um, We'll get the answers to the questions.
1: Yeah, and I think it also shows how still far behind AEW is behind WWE because we know how WWE essentially is, you know, I guess, working out their talent, their developing because they have the performance center. You know, like they have this elaborate performance center where they can all go and they train. Um, And they work out with either each other or some of the world-class trainers they have. So they have that, that way of building up. And I think if, you know, if AEW doesn't try to do something at least similar to that, they're, they're always going to be that semi light years behind. Like they're not going to really be able to catch up to them. So I think WWE is still going to have that edge um, overall. Um, and then even if you look at say uh, New Japan, New Japan has dojos so we know how they work out how is AEW doing so I think that's a really great point that you made but yeah definitely it's going to be really interesting to something. see oh sorry
0: oh okay. sorry <laughs> you gotta <pick> that up. <laughs> It cut me off. No, like, oh,
2: stopped
1: stop. <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to keep talking so it wouldn't be that dead air silence. Yeah. <laughs> See, you can tell, ladies and gentlemen, this is this is live
0: and indirect. Yeah, no editing here, <laughs> honey. This is, yeah. This is us. Um, but yeah, I feel like if you're gonna say you want to compete with WWE, you got to compete in all aspects. You got to, yeah show where where are your people training at where are they learning Mm -hmm. their promo skills Mm -hmm. who are they doing it in front of in front of y'all come on now that's not good enough Mm
2: -hmm. um Mm -hmm.
0: you know we gotta figure out i'm trying to make sure i don't miss my exit because i almost did um we got to figure out what what are y'all doing exactly because if we want to support you we we also want to know and like you said, it, it shows you the growth in WWE because now we know Gorilla. Now we know, oh, this is this area. They have a performance center in Orlando. Um, you know, they can, they do stuff beforehand. They, I don't know about their promo work and what they do with that or how, you know, all of that stuff works, but I know that they at least have something down where we can kind of see the growth from them. Mm-hmm. So, I right. do I would love for them to answer those questions. Will they? I don't think so, but we'll see. And uh, mm-hmm. we have another voice vault, so let's, let's get to it.
3: With all the people they're signing, uh, I could tell you that where they're learning their promo, promo skills, their uh, TV wrestling skills, uh, basically any of that is from the WWE Performance Center or WWE itself. Mm. 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 why do you
2: say
0: that now I have questions why do you say that do you, are you saying that they like are loaned out to the performance center um, what do you mean that that, that? that that is very interesting I I would love to know I am driving by mm-hmm. a top golf whose lights are like high beams <laughs> I don't understand why they would put a top golf literally like you get off the highway and top golf is literally like straight ahead of you. So there are lights that are so bright. If you're driving <laughs> you see towards the lights. Oh no, turn on red now. Oh, that's so trash. Um so yeah, they changed it before you could turn on red. They have now changed it where we can no longer turn on red at this light. Um I agree. I wanna know what they're doing. I wanna know if WWE is loaning their people out. um Are they loaning out the performance center?
1: I'm be honest, that that wouldn't be surprised. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't be surprised just because you know we they are telling us, hey, it's us against them, but they might right. be teaming up together. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it is it is possible. So mm-hmm. I guess that'll be a question for Tony Khan someday, and hopefully he'll. um uh, I'll answer it. All right. Looks
3: like we got a response. <laughs> Let's hear it. Basically, what I mean is, you know, if, uh, all with all the releases and the opportunity uh, to sign all those people, you know, whether those people got a rough deal uh, at WWE or didn't get the right opportunity or whatever the chance may, thing may be, uh, they did, in fact, uh learn a lot of skills. Uh you know, especially if they came off the indie scene. Mm. They learned a lot of stuff that indie wrestlers okay. typically don't learn, right? Unless they're at one of those big companies. Like, where are they learning promo skills? Like they're just doing it by themselves in their bathroom. You know, where are they wrestling on TV? Well they're not. So when they're picking up mm. any of those releases, they get people with Skill that are trained professionally already.
2: Mm,
1: gotcha, mm, gotcha. Great. Point. So they coming in with those Rails, skills, yeah. They coming in hot, hot,
0: hot. Mm-hmm. hot, hot. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: that makes sense. I mean, yeah. And I think that also goes back to what we said a couple episodes ago when we said people keep saying that they are picking up dirty trained people, and oh, they need dirty. I feel as though. WWE got their star power, and from that, and the person they got WWE's like their performance center, their their skills. So I feel as though it was a they both uh were, they both gained something from that mm-hmm. sort of relationship, and I think that you know when AEW is able to go, oh hey, we want this person, you know, like you said, it makes sense. You now have someone who was at the performance center, cutting promos you know, getting, essentially getting everything in line and, you know, getting themselves all together. And then now, you know, they, they're able to just say, Hey, um, I'm here now. I, I now go here. I have all mm-hmm. the skill sets. I've wrestled on TV. I wrestled this main event. You know, I'm good with large crowds. I, I know how to cut a good promo. Here's some of my highlighted matches, you know, they're able to do right. all these things now because they had that experience with WWE. Now, what I'm curious to see is what's going to happen with AEW releases? Are they going to get picked up by WWE? Will it be a vice versa thing? Because mm-hmm. only uh, Big Swole is the only person that we know of, That, like I said, that we know of, that AEW is no longer with. Like they, she announced herself that, you know, she decided not to resign. She's asked to be released of a contract. She's the only person that we know of. So if they have released other people, um, we haven't heard about it. We haven't had a, uh, we wish you uh, great on your future endeavors or whatever it is that they say. Right. Uh, We haven't had that in AEW. So that's another thing. Will we see that in 2022? How will those messages go? Will there be a mass release? Because Mm -hmm. I understand that you want to keep the people that help make a company, but if they're not doing nothing for you, why are they still there? So I guess that's some, that is definitely some big key points for 2022. And Mm -hmm. we've gone into so much in 2021 and we went so way off topic. So um, (laughs) we have been here for a while and I think it's almost time for us to kind of wrap it up because I've been on my drive for two and a half hours, Um, which seems crazy but it's been almost 2 hours i know what do you what are some of your goals for wrestling in 2022 what do you hope to see next year
1: um i hope to see who's next um instead of seeing the usual suspects carry a company i want to know who's next and I, i'm saying that all across the board New Japan, AEW, WWE. Um, who, who's next? Let, let me know that. That's what I want to see in 2022. And that's in men and women. Who's next? Okay. I can definitely uh,
0: I can definitely agree with that. Uh, for me, for 2022. Oh, there's no parking. Um I wanna know not who's next. I think for me for next year, excuse me, I wanna know who uh who's going. I know that's bad to wish mm. for, but you know, someone so gotta be a negative. Mm. So who are they gonna say? You know what? Who's gonna be the shocking um departure? for next year mm-hmm. who's going mm-hmm. to who's going to actually put the company on their back we have a lot right. of people everywhere and who's who's staying who's going you know those mm-hmm. are the questions that I, I really want to know what are we what are we going to see from wrestling in 2022 I would love to see more great matches I would love to see you know more diversity I'm tired of seeing the same people like
2: yeah I'm, I'm, yeah I'm
0: over it like Give us something new, something fresh. You have all these new signings. I want to see more Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams in uh, NXT. I want to see Mm -hmm. more of that. I want to see... um, Who else? Uh, I want to see more Lash Legend. I actually like Mm -hmm. her. She had only one match. I need to see more than just one match from her. I definitely have to see more. And um, I want to see what uh, Braun Breaker is going to do in NXT. I'm definitely excited to see where he goes Um, I have a prediction I think that Raquel Gonzalez is going to be next to be released in NXT Mm. and I hope that I'm wrong but I I do have that and we have a final voicemail from Gary let's hear it
3: thank you for the opportunity to join your show I really enjoy it Uh, I enjoy the banter that you both have and the honest opinions on wrestling in general thanks again
1: thank you thank you Aww.
0: thank you for being a listener and for showing yes. up and giving us some of your commentary when you guys start yes. by and leave voice notes on our live segments even though this is already recorded and you may be hearing this after it came out but we appreciate mm-hmm. when you guys are here with us live and Leave us voice notes and play it because you guys are a part of our yes. show just as much as we are a part of you guys listening. So we appreciate yes. each and every one of you that stops by on Stereo or wherever you get your podcast and listen and give us feedback.
2: It is truly,
0: truly appreciated. I know I can definitely speak for myself and speak for Cashly when I say we love yes. each and every one of you and we truly appreciate each and
2: every one of mm-hmm. you
0: for making The Melon Met as great as it is and even greater when you guys show up and participate with us. So from Mm -hmm. the bottom of both of our hearts, thank you. Mm -hmm. You guys are are so awesome. Oh, and Izzy commented. Let's
1: hear what Izzy got to say. Just want to say, just want to wish everyone here a happy new year and have a blessed day. Uh, Oh,
0: happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. 2021 is in the books for the Match.
2: Mm -hmm. 2022
0: we have way more In store for you guys I am so excited Yes Um, You will be seeing me and Cashly At Mania Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Next year And we will meet up with Gary So make sure you have it And I'm giving free promo for you Gary So I'm just letting you know that now You owe me (laughs) Not really But uh, make sure you check out Mania Club They do great work in regards to children's pediatric cancer. And they do work with WWE and Connors Cure. And every year during the WrestleMania season and, you know, just up until the day of Mania, they raise money for pediatric cancer. Isn't that a great cause? Oh, nice. So nice. check out Mania Club everywhere. They have a huge Facebook group, over tens of thousands of members in that group. Um, Gary is one of the founders of Mania Club. So, thank you so much for being here tonight, Gary. We truly appreciate it. Uh, you can yes. hit him up. They have a lot of great things going on. They sell jerseys every year. So, you know, if you ever feel like, hey, I want to be a part of a group, you can buy yourselves a Mania Club jersey. The new ones haven't come out for Dallas yet. I'm excited to see what Burt is going to come up with this year because last year was the red, black, and white. Because, you know, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So now that we're in Dallas, I wonder what color scheme we're going to get. So I'm excited. Check out Mania Club. This is not sponsored. It should be, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but check out Mania Club. They're awesome. They are great. You can literally follow us on the Melon Mat on any single platform. We're mostly on mm-hmm. Instagram and Twitter. We're also on Facebook. Facebook. And speaking of Facebook and Twitter, I also stream under the name of The Melon Matt on Twitch. And this morning, I made Twitch affiliates.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Long applause. world.
0: I am so happy. Thanks to everyone that watches my Twitch stream. I stream Call of Duty or Destiny or Halo sometimes or whatever you guys want to watch. I'll probably buy the game, play it, and stream it. Um, so I will be streaming tomorrow as my end of the year stream on there. So you can catch me on there. We are setting up our schedule for 2022. Mm-hmm. I hope to see each and every one of you there with us, the Melon matt We appreciate you guys. Cash, is there anything you want to say before we go?
1: Yes. Um, it's, it's been a wonderful time being on the melanin mat and I really want to thank you, Pam, for asking me to be down. Not to be on on some mushy because, you know, I'm I'm a gangster. I don't want to get mushy on the pod. But thank you so much (laughs) for allowing me to join your wonderful platform and talk wrestling for however long. It's, I I never thought I'd do something like this. and. You know, you asked me to be down and it was just it's it's been wonderful and I'm really excited for twenty twenty two and a melon and Matt.
0: Oh don't make me cry. I was on <laughs> I'm trying not to
1: cry. Don't make me cry.
0: Thank you for being an amazing co host. I don't think I could have done this podcast without you. So I appreciate you for dealing with my craziness, my random text my sickness my oh my god I can't do it this week because I feel so crappy thank you for putting up with me as anyone who has ever met me in real life and who knows me knows that I swear my life could literally be an episode of love and hip-hop like it is so (laughs) crazy. but I appreciate you so much I didn't think that I could do a wrestling podcast with anybody because it was so hard trying to find a co-host that would gel well and we mm-hmm. gel well so good. And to have it be another female and black wrestling fan makes it mm-hmm. that much more better. So thank you yeah. so much for doing this with me. I yeah. can't wait to see what 2022 has in store for us. We, I promise you guys, like I said last time we have a lot of things in the works. I am hoping to get our merch store up and running soon. That is in the works. So, thank you all for tuning in. It's been great. Thank you for the ride, for the journey. Mm-hmm. 2021. I hope to never see you again. And we won't after Friday. That's <laughs> it. You are done for. So, mm-hmm. until next time, everybody, it's been great. Happy New Year. Peace and hair grease. We love you. Yes. Bye, y'all.
2: Peace out.